0: Welcome to Meant to Be Mama podcast. We are your hosts, Meg and Sarah.
1: Two women with one mission, unpacking the real and raw truths of infertility, pregnancy after loss, motherhood, and everything in between.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We are so glad you're here. Hey guys, this is Meg and- Hi everyone. (laughs) We are here today to chat with you guys about the crazy things that you hear after you go through loss. I know that so many of us, at least you know, talking to Sarah and other women, have just heard a lot of the same things from people,
1: you know, not really knowing how to, yeah, I guess people not knowing how to respond. Yeah, or, and thinking that they're saying things that are helpful but aren't most yeah. often yeah i think it's
0: a common um thing with anything pregnancy whether loss pregnant being pregnant motherhood like you name it like you hear the craziest things from other women you're like did you really just did that just really <laughs> happen <laughs> thank you for that yeah so yeah we came up with like a list of all the things that we've heard and if you guys you know want to let us know some of the things you guys have heard were we're open to, to hear the things.
1: Yeah, and I think also just to kind of help, you know, anyone, if you are somebody listening to this because someone you know is going through it, hopefully this episode can help with things to maybe say versus things to not say and maybe understanding why some of the common things that are said and that are heard are can be hurtful.
0: That's a really good point. Definitely. Because I feel like even I, I, if I go back to pre-loss, like, it's hard, you know, and you've never gone through it. You don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, loss in general, too, like, whether it's a baby or a family member, like, it's hard to – you can't really say anything to make people feel better, you know. Um, but we've we've learned ways that you say things kinder. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> um, a little bit or, more sensitively. Yeah sensitive yeah yeah Yeah. so
0: some of the things that we've heard and I'm sure you guys have heard too are everything happens for a reason just trust God's timing like you're gonna you're gonna be a mom one day do you want to name some Sarah
1: yeah the you'll be a mom one day that one was that one's tough because as much as you want to believe that it's it's like you don't know that (laughs) you know like you actually you don't know no one knows I said that a few times yeah like back to
0: people. I'm like
1: a lot of people said that to me, and I understand why like people think that that's comforting, but it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, it wasn't because it's like no, me either. you as a person don't know that I'm gonna be a mom. like, yeah. I don't know that, so yeah. and it's just like, oh, that one yeah, that one would make me angry, like this wasn't this wasn't your baby. And I feel like saying that one sounds like what like why would anyone ever say that but like I I'll, kind of a lot of people said that like you know this one or, or this wasn't meant like kind of like a, this wasn't meant to be um this wasn't your baby and you're going to get your you know you'll have the, one the baby that's that supposed that to be yours is meant for you yeah when but that was my baby yeah that was I my know, baby that will was. always be my baby
0: Mm -hmm.
1: even though that baby didn't make it earthside. Um, That one was tough. Um, I can imagine, you know, um, for both of us that our losses happened before we ever had kids, but I can imagine um, going through loss after having a baby, people saying like, oh, well, at least you already have one or at least you already have two, like that somehow having kids makes it easier Easier. Um, I've had a lot of women that I've communicated with that have kids, you
0: know, say it's sometimes even more like a mind F-E-C-K because they're like, wait, I've already had a healthy baby. So like, what's, what's wrong with me now? You know, and to hear that anything with at least, we just don't say that when it comes to loss, like at least just needs to be taken out of conversations out of your vocabulary when you're having conversations with people after loss how do you like how did you like navigate I I feel like at first I was very kind in my responses when people would say that but like after a little while or hearing it like the same thing over and over from like the same person like I, I would hear I I got kind of upset a couple of times. Like, no, you actually don't know that. You don't know I'm going to be a yeah. mom. So you can you can probably stop saying that now. Like, I got kind of defensive after a while.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always just kind of was like – I always just kind of like would nod and smile and like, you know, not make them feel awkward and instead just like be hurting internally myself. Um, yeah. Most of the time there was one – for me, like God – things were sensitive, like God knows, God's timing, like trust God. Like that to me was, a for me personally, I was raised to believe in something, but I was never, I was never like one religion. I was never, I never went to church. I, I didn't like Study anything. So hearing something like that was like, wait! All of a sudden, now we're talking about God, um, and that was that was difficult for me. And I got a little touchy about that um, one time that I remember.
0: See, and for me, it but, would make me when people would say that to me, it would make me angry at God.
1: You yeah, know, well, how
0: can you say that? And like, why would why would He allow this to happen to me?
1: Well, that too, it's confusing. it's confusing. It's confusing. Yeah. Would that's confusing to me. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but it's hard. Yeah. you want you know you you know everyone's intentions and and our our purpose of this topic is that we know people's intentions are pure and they really just are trying to make us feel better. And so we just, you know, hope by kind of maybe giving you guys some tips of like what to say instead.
1: Yeah, kind of shining a light on. I think that those ones that we've mentioned are really, really common. And through people that Meg and I have both talked to, you know, we've heard those ones kind of over and over and over. So if you're tempted to say those things, I think you know, obviously we can't speak for everyone, and everyone going through loss is different. But I have the people that I've connected with in the loss community; those ones can be especially hurtful um, when someone's going through it. So. I think instead of saying any of those things, really saying much at all is more. I would have rather people ask me questions than said anything to me at all. Really, like for me, for me, people asking me, like even asking me, like what happened, or like you know, like how are you, how are you feeling, or what can even I even like, what like what did you? the doctors. When I was like really going through it, what are, what did the doctors say? Well, like, what are they saying? Um, how is that? Like, are you okay? You know, like things like, things like that, um, were better for me than just kind of like these like throwaway comments, um, kind of more like diving into it. And then I think, too, people who, um, people who knew like what I named her, I named her Winter. So anyone, who would bring her up that would use her name was really special to me. I had a friend um, give birth the day before her due date. Um, And we, she's one of my best friends and we both found out we were pregnant at the same time. Our due dates were two days apart. Um, And she was incredible. And I actually, I didn't struggle so much with her pregnancy um, because she was so she was so great with me going through the loss. And she talked a lot about like praying to winter and that winter helped her through her birth. And that really, really meant a lot to me that she like remembered her and used her. And that was really, that was really, really special to me. That and And, and that she brought her up so many months later. It was like maybe seven or eight months, you know, seven months later that she gave birth to her daughter. So like, she's not forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think more like asking questions, just checking in. How are you? Hey, how are you? You know? Yeah. Even just like the
0: random, like for me, it was like the random like text messages. Like I'm thinking about you, like outside of even just like a question. Cause there was even times where it was like, I, I, I didn't even really like want to talk about it, you know, but it was just the fact that, and, and this maybe can somewhat take away like the feeling of loneliness of like, oh my gosh, they, that's so sweet. They just checked in on me today and that felt so good versus like, don't worry, you'll be a mom one day. It's just like, how are you doing? I was just thinking about you today. Like, is there anything like you need or, you know, I'm, I'm a phone call away or just dropping off flowers or like like little, like I would get random, even people on Instagram that would just wouldn't even say anything. they would be like, what's your address? And I would give them my address, not randoms, so like people like I would like be in conversation with, you know, not just giving randoms my address. Everyone on but, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like people set, would send me like little tiny things that said like, um, spirit baby or angel baby. And like, One woman got me the sweetest pearl. And like every time I wore that pearl, I literally just thought about my babies that I'd lost, you know? And she didn't have to say anything. She just asked me for my address, you know? And like just little things like that were
1: so helpful, you know? I think too, if someone is talking to you about it, like if they're in the process of it and, you know, they're upset. Um, number one is just to listen. And then I think the best thing that you can say, like if you're, you know, sitting with someone who's going through it is just, I'm so sorry. And if you haven't been through it, like, I have no idea how, how you must be feeling. I'm so sorry, you know, because pretending like you might know, trying to relate it to something else, um, or saying yes, anything, that happened like a
0: lot to me, like oh, I, I lost. I, I, know how it feels. With and it's like no, it's different. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: it's just mm-hmm. every and every loss is unique. Like you, comparing them just doesn't doesn't really work. And I think rather than like throwing out any kind of like false hope, because that's what it feels like. It feels like false hope. I would just you know sit and listen and just say that you're sorry, and that's kind of all that needs to be said.
0: Yeah. And I, and I know when you're in it and you're like, you're so engulfed in your grief and the trauma, if this is something that's fresh for you right now that you're listening in on, I know how hard it can feel when you hear these things. Um, and you're like, are these people like, what, what don't they understand? Like, how come they they keep saying that to me? Um, now that and this is something Sarah and I have talked about, like now that we're kind of on the outskirts of it and like have healed in a way through our grief. Like we've kind of sat back and looked at it from a different lens in the sense of if you've never experienced loss, you really don't like we can't expect people to understand or like give this perfect response because they really don't know what it feels like. And I think that was one of the hardest things for me when I was going through it, when I had people say things or, you know, not be understanding of how I reacted to certain like comments and stuff. Now I'm like, okay, they were just trying to help, you know, like they were doing their best to help make me feel better. And it's, it's not their fault, you know? So yeah. People,
1: you know, people don't know what to say which is also it also is so hard because this is hardly ever talked about. So it's not like it's a subject that is widely talked about and like normalized. It's not ever talked about. So then when it is, if it's brought to you by somebody that's close to you or a family member, you know, like I understand not knowing what to say because it's not something that's get that gets brought up all the time but I think, like, thinking about it as if, you know, if somebody – if a close friend of yours, like, lost their dad, you wouldn't say, well, at least you have a mom. Yeah. Or, or like, well, maybe you'll get a new dad one day. Like, you wouldn't say those kind of things ever. Like, nobody would say that. Never. Um, Never. So kind of like trying to like think about it in that way, like it is a loss, it is a death, like just because there is a possibility of having maybe of having another baby, like doesn't make that loss any less significant. Um, Or it's like, you know, if you lost a sibling and you have two other siblings and you're like, well, at least you have two others, like... (laughs) No one would ever, ever say that. So I don't really understand why people say it with a pregnancy loss, which is kind of odd. It is. That is so
0: spot on because you don't think about it until you put it in that kind of perspective.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's weird.
0: And I wonder, like, and where did that even start? You know, where did these sayings even... I don't know, like come into like normalcy of like, oh, this is just what you say when somebody loses a baby, you know, it's just so like normalized
1: by society. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, and those, those comments are so common because you and I have heard it through, you know, like. Well, even other pregnancy
0: accounts on social, like there's constant, hey, instead of saying this, say this, you know, these are things that you don't want to say if you're, so obviously it's very like. said (laughs) all the time
1: yeah it's tough it's tough and then and then it does leave the person who's suffering the loss feeling like or at least for me I'm such a people pleaser that I'm like I have to now smile and like make this person feel like they're helping me when they're really not which is just uncomfortable
0: and maybe like I wondered too like because you got pregnant very shortly after I feel like I was that same way like very much like thanks you know appreciate it just trying yeah. to like, and then, but after a year, I was just like, no, I don't want to yeah. hear that anymore. <laughs> Obviously I'm like saying it in the nicest way possible, but I, I would go, I got literally got to a point where I was like, well, can you explain what like that reason is? Like, what was the reason that I lost my baby? <laughs> like I would yeah. literally ask people that in, in like, return. And I'm like, you know, I know you're trying to help me, but like, that is just not, what I want to hear. Like, I don't want to know that like, there was a reason I had to lose my baby, you know, like it sucks. And I shouldn't have had to lose my baby, my baby you know?
1: Yeah. And I think that if someone comes to that kind of realization, like on their own, for me, I having an eight month old son now, I can recognize I wouldn't have him had I not lost my first. And I can kind of reconcile those feelings internally and like feel the way about that that I decide to, I don't need anybody else telling me that I wouldn't have him without her because that to me feels disrespectful to her.
0: Have you had that? Have people said that to you now that you've had Knox?
1: When I was pregnant, yeah. When I got pregnant with Knox, um, one of the first, I think maybe the first appointment I had in Florida Um, the nurse was going through my history. um, And she said, well, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, you wouldn't have this, this beautiful baby um, had you not gone through that. So, you know, there is a silver lining and, and like, you know, I understood what she was trying to say, but I also was pregnant and I didn't have that baby yet. And I was very early on. So I was full of anxiety. I didn't know if I was going to have that baby or not. Um, And I, I don't love other people saying it because it does feel disrespectful to winter that it's kind of like, Oh, well thank God she, you know, left your body so that you could have Knox, and like, thank God for Knox. I, you know, I couldn't imagine my life without him. And, I don't love hearing that from anyone else.
0: I have actually haven't really thought about that, but I've heard that lately, actually. Just like, this is the baby you're meant to have, you know, like you're about to meet the baby that's meant to be yours all along. And I've actually like literally never thought about it until right this second. Like, well, wait, (laughs) I wasn't meant to have those babies, (laughs) you know, takes like the significance from them away. Yeah. It's weird.
1: It feels a little, yeah. To me, it just feels a little disrespectful to, to the one that I lost, and I don't, I don't know if I should have lost her. Like I don't know if that should have happened. It did, and I'm where I am now, and I'm really thankful for where I am now. But it's a, I don't know, it's a wild just, ride, you guys. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's mentally
0: even it's now mentally a lot. <laughs> even now, it still happens. Like you think you're. Like, we've shared in the beginning when we were talking about, like, we're not here to wrap anything in a pink, pink pretty bow because we are now pregnant and have a baby. Like, it's still very, very prevalent in our journeys today of, like
1: – like, it just never really
0: ends now that we think about no, it. No, it never really goes away. So. It's Well, we hope this helped. I mean – if I had a space and I had a friend, like, actually, this is another thing. Like, I've actually had a few people come up to me, like, on social and ask, like, hey, I have a friend going through a loss. Like, would love any tips of how to, like, respond to them. Like, that's so huge. You guys, if you, if there's anybody that you are close with that you know have had a loss, like, reaching out and just asking them if you know somebody else, like, hey, like, I don't know if you're open to giving me some tips so like i have another friend going through a loss i know you went through it obviously hopefully this podcast will help you if you if you listen to this far um but yeah just like getting that like little bit of clarity before you go and respond or say something that you know you, you don't really know what to say is um
1: yeah and i think if you don't know what to say say less you know amen <laughs> amen yeah.
0: Episode over. <laughs> no, just <kidding. laughs> but, but no, it's true. Like, just say I'm so sorry, and I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Yeah.
1: That's so. Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully people, you know. Hopefully this will help people that aren't going through loss, but but have friends or family that are. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next episode. We'll
1: talk, <laughs> talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It would mean everything to us if you'd rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us, your hosts, on Instagram at Meg Och, M E G O C C H, and at S J Silk, S J S I L K, and follow at Meant to Be Mama underscore podcast for all podcast related updates. Our
0: biggest goal is to create community in this space. So feel free to DM us, introduce yourself, and share your stories if you're open to it. You can also find our private Meant to Be Mama community by requesting us on Facebook and searching Meant to Be Mama podcast community.
1: You can find all of these links in the show notes. See you next episode.